Welcome to Demystifying Gay Porn. My name is Ike Grande, and if you watch gay porn, I've definitely helped to get off. And I'm sure if you've been on the internet for the past, how long has it been? Oh, God, I would say about almost six, seven years now. All right, so if you've been on the internet for the past six, seven years, you've probably met my guest this week. Please help me welcome... King Dwarf. King Dwarf. Yeah. There we go. How, <laughs> how the hell are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you for thank you for coming out. I mean, this is not a hard travel for both of us. No, no, no. Jersey <laughs> boys. That's right. We're Jersey both boys. Jersey natives at the moment, yeah. right? Yeah. But you are a content creator. You are a future porn star. Future porn but star. Yeah. You are, you already are. You already have. Yeah. You have the street cred. Yeah, I mean, 320,000 followers. It's insane. I think I did a very grassroots type campaign. Mm-hmm. Um and if you guys, the ones who do follow me, remember me back on Camp 4. Is that even a thing anymore? I don't even know. Camp 4 is still out Camp there. Camp 4 is still yeah. out there. Okay. Chatterbait was the big one. That was the one I really took off on. And that was just like, I was like, okay, let me see if I could do this. I was like, I was going through like a struggle with my confidence and my like self-esteem. And I was going to like, you know, uh, an all boys school that was like filled with like, you know, just guys and their girls and bros. And I was like, listen, I was like, I'm like in love with all of you, but then I want to like punch all of you in the face. (laughs) So um, let me like see if actually somebody's attracted to me. So let me go to the internet. So I did that. And like, honestly, it took off. I would have like almost a thousand, 2000 viewers while you were on. Yeah. And it was literally insane. I was like the top meal cam and people were like, oh, my God, like they were losing their minds. And I also I think it was probably like the first time in a while, like a dwarf actually like went live on. Yeah. Chatterbait. Yeah. So because I've never seen any other dwarf performers. I think there might have been female ones, but never like a male one that took off. And then I was like, what do I do next? OK, so let me do Tumblr. And Tumblr was like great because I would just be like, all right, I'll post a nude here, post a nude there. And then that took off, I think, right before the they banned uh, the adult content. I was up to 100,000 followers. And then that's when I was like in a crisis because I was like, what do I do now that they're banning this? Where do I go? Mm-hmm. And then my fans were just like, oh, why don't you go to Twitter? And I was like, all right, I'll go to Twitter and we'll see how that pans out. And hopefully nothing happens. I don't get like suspended or whatever. So I went to Twitter and then that immediately took off because people were just ripping my old stuff that was on everywhere else and putting it on Twitter. And then I was coming out with new content and then... It just, I blew up on there and then I've been on Twitter and then made it OnlyFans ever since. Were you on Twitter beforehand as well? Like, was it minimal interaction it that you had? Or? On Twitter, I really didn't take Twitter serious as a platform because mm-hmm. Tumblr was kicking, yeah. like, you know, and I think the notes and the, I, I really loved how easy it was to, like, the notes would blow up as mm-hmm. they, it would go viral on Tumblr, you know, so easily. But uh, Twitter's like that with the retweets. So, uh, so you grew up in in New York. I You're a New York, in New York native. Yes, Bronx represent. Yeah. And then you you transplanted to New Jersey. Yes, I did. Um, I grew up. I, I grew up in the Bronx. Um, I was born and raised in Mott Haven. Um, then around ten, we left the Bronx, my family, and then I moved to uh, Elizabeth in Jersey, and that was not bad because again, I was still like a, a like a stone throw away from the city. 
And then um, I lived there up until about three years ago. And then I actually bought a house finally. Once like the mass exodus of New York mm. was happening, I was like, all right. I was like, let's buy a house. Like I'm going to stay in Jersey and let's just buy a house because everyone's leaving New York. So there's no point. I really wanted to get back into the city and, and, and like, live with either a roommate or something but mm. i thought the best thing i was like let me just buy my house yeah. i have a backyard yes exactly <laughs> i i understand the appeal of living in new york but you and i've said this before but you really have to be loaded to live in new york comfortably yes. like here you can have a, a backyard like i was working on the backyard all weekend you don't know how yeah. many jokes i get like i'll go to the city and like i'll hang out with my like my crew and they'll be like yeah, you know, like it's tough. You live in Jersey and all, mm. and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, but I have a backyard. Yeah, and I was like, I don't pay three thousand dollars to live in a box. Yeah, not only yeah. that, where did you come from, Kentucky? <laughs> exactly. Okay, so you didn't exactly. live in New York. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> One of the reasons why your your mother moved you guys out to New Jersey was we were walking one day, and I actually remember this. Um, I was about about like eight years old, nine years old. And I was walking with my mom and then on the side alleyway, we actually saw like a dead body, barely covered. And then that's when my mother was like, grabbed my hand and she was like, we're getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah. very traumatic experience, yeah, I would I say. Like, wow, my first dead body, Mom. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so you came out here. Uh, you went to an all-boys uh, high school. Yes. Right? Yes. And what was it like with these guys? I know going to an all-boys high school, first and foremost, they're, you know, was, they're gayer than, uh, like, the straightest guys that are the gays. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're so yeah, gay when it comes to yeah, other guys. I mean, the all-boys private schools are really the gayest. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like people are like, you're like living the fucking ultimate porn fantasy. And I was like, not really. But I was <laughs> like, honestly, it was it was a lot of bullying. Okay. It was a lot of it was a lot of harassment. It was a lot of after all the bullying, I was smart and I was like, I'm gonna make friends with the fucking like seniors. Mm -hmm. And then no one's gonna fuck with me. So like I would like before you know it, I would like sit at the senior table and like lunch and then like my bullies would like see that and he'd be like, Oh, he moved He's, on up real oh quick. yeah yeah and like honestly like i'd be in the locker room and like it was it was just so homoerotic every time that i could say was truly like a porn set it was just like you like getting the glances and the whispers and then they're like seeing my like dick and they're like holy shit and <laughs> and then I, like i'm the one that's like nervous and like keeping like mm. not looking anywhere because then they're gonna call me a faggot and don't look and so but then they saw me and it was like okay to make jokes about me and like my dick size. So I was like, okay, so you guys are just talking about a dwarf's dick. All right, this is totally straight. I get it. And um, and then I actually made friends that way, and it was actually really funny because once they found out I was packing, like it spread like wildfire. There were, yeah. <laughs> and then everyone wanted to be my friend. But before all that, it wasn't. It was not easy at all. There was a lot of bullying, and um, I think it was actually really. I, I finally found myself when I actually had a set of friends. Mm -hmm. It was a small group of friends that I did. It was kind of like my group that got me through it. Was it like I I know they can be brutal. Um it was brutal. Yeah, yeah there was there was there was some there were some dark times. Um I was very self-conscious about my appearance back then. Um it was funny because I was just actually looking at photos yesterday at my parents' house and I sent my boyfriend Joel one and I was it was it was real I was really, really cute. I was like young, but then I had like came across like the awkward like the high school photos. Mm. And I was just like, oh, he looks so sad there. 
I, I felt like it was that RuPaul moment where like, what would you say to like, you know, five year old yeah, Johnny, yeah. you know? And I was like, that was that. Was, I, I couldn't even look at it because the memories just came flooding back. And um, but yeah, it was brutal. Um, I, I kind of talk about it with certain people. It was it was rough. I actually even went to therapy for it. And they were like, listen, <laughs> I was actually talking to my therapist and he was like, listen, if you're gay and a dwarf and you got this far in life and you don't have a, you didn't put a bullet in your head, you are killing it, baby. Mm, yeah. I said, yeah, it was a tough road. It was a tough road. Yeah. Ultimately, I think the friends that I did make, the ones, because there were gay guys in there, mm. we kind of got each other through it because it was dark. It was, it was really dark being a dwarf. In an all-boys school, yeah, yeah. How soon after high school did you start jumping on camps? I think I was, like, freshly 18. I jumped on because I was really, like, in a rut. I was, like, my mental health was, like, am I attractive? Like, am I going to be, like, am I going to find somebody? And then at that time, I was, like, still going through the motions. Like, I was, I guess if you wanted to put a label on it, I would say I was bi. Like, I was, like, all right. Like, if I'm... Let me let me let me dive into the you know with the chicks and see what happens with that and so that happened. I'm not a gold star gay, unfortunately. <laughs> you have to know first, yes, you know. Exactly. You have to try. <laughs> so I, you know, and then I I was messing around with that after high school, and then I had like a girlfriend for a very very limited time. That was purely that was purely experimental. I'll give you thank you, Krista. I I can I can at least put it out there. <laughs> um, yeah, she definitely solidified in stone that I was gay. But then I jumped on and let me go on and see if I'm actually attractive. I was like, listen, I got told by in the locker room that I fucking have a huge fucking dick. Let's see what the internet has to say. So, and then before you know it, that's, I mean, it was just me in my bedroom. It was, it, it couldn't get more amateur than that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I was just in my bedroom and just jerking off and people would go crazy. I mean, I have viral clips still that come up when I'm watching porn and I laugh. I'm like, oh, that's me. My <laughs> you started doing cam, mm -hmm. right? Cam 4, you said? Cam 4 and Chatterbait. And Chatterbait. Yeah. Yes. Um, it was very grassroots. Very grassroots. Yeah. But were, were there haters already at that point? Some would come into my room and try to crack jokes. Mm -hmm. But honestly, there was the overwhelming like, this is, this is crazy. You are so hot. You are so like. And to hear that when you don't even believe in those things mm. was so refreshing, especially after the bullying, the bullying and the torture I yeah. had to deal with. I was like, These, I'm not hot. Stop, guys. I'm like, stop. You're just saying this to blow smoke up. I was like, stop. And they're like, no, like, and, I, and the, the tips were insane. And I was like, okay, this is a real thing. And then, of course, like, this did wonders for my confidence. I was like, all right, guys, let's make this like a weekly thing or like twice a week. And I mean, haters would come in, but I would have moderators. And I think once in a while we'd have a situation, but it was nothing crazy. Okay. I would like read the comments once they would rip my show from the site to like actual like the porn hubs and everything like that. And like they were just like, how can I get in touch with this man? This man's dick is so like even even bigger than the size on a normal man. Like the comments were insane. Like I wish I could read them to you because – I still pop in and I find it hilarious. You're like, how can I get in touch with this man before like I blew yeah, up? Yeah. And it was just so great. Like it was honestly, it was so great. And then that's when I had the confidence to take it a step further. And I was like, all right, I'm going to take nudes. 
all right, I'm going to like really take this seriously because this was like my out. This is where I can actually be myself is the internet mm-hmm. and be accepted for it. Hold on, let's wait for that to pass by. This is this is the uh, real Jersey experience, guys. The real Jersey experience. <laughs> in New a, York, you hear like sirens yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're at a motel off the side of a highway. Yes, we yep. are. There's actually an adult, an XXX place right across the street from here. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And that's that, the strip club. It, yeah, that's the it, strip club, But it, you know, it used to be called um, Coliseum. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a gay bar back in the day. Really? Yeah, it was amazing. I used to come. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used wow. to be here, yeah. Yeah, yeah I got some Jersey yeah, history. Yeah. I know there's an adult bookstore that I frequented down the road. Really? Yes. yes. Did they have a glory hole or a peephole or anything like that? Well, unfortunately, I was never able to reach it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I would just sneak in there, and then somebody would follow me in the big booth, and yeah, that'd be that, that was, stuff would happen. That was my foray into adult bookstores. My my friend would go to them all the time, and uh, he was like, "Do you want to just come with me?" And I was like, "Sure, why not?" <laughs> so yeah, that was that was great. Okay, so you were. Uh, Doing Cam 4, you were doing yes, Chatterbait. Chatterbait. Uh, then you moved into Tumblr. Yes. What was that experience like? Tumblr was great because I think so many content creators got their start on Tumblr. Really? I've run okay. into people and I'm just like, you know, remember the old days, like the good old days on Tumblr. And I was, and then people like, I it's it's so amazing how many people actually, their first sighting of me was Tumblr. Because mm. I didn't think it was that big of a deal i thought it was like this niche like if you knew you knew type of thing you know but they were like you were being reblogged everywhere on straight on straight uh blogs on gay blogs everywhere you were everywhere and i was like really and so i think i was just doing my thing um it was casual like i would just kind of post a nude every now and then when i wanted to and it took off and then people were like and then I would post a video. It would be like a simple like jerk off video, a, a little nut video, and it, people just wanted more mm-hmm. and more. And they were like, "We want to see you with somebody, like you know, whether a guy or girl. We don't care." And they were just hungry for content. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, like, what am I doing? Like, what do I do next?" And it was really only me. Like, I didn't have any. Like now, I have like you know friends of mine, and I have Joel, and I have like other people that I can turn to in the industry. Before I was like, and then then I was just like this this like kid in my twenties. I'm like, what do I do now? It's it's very. Um, I'm not going to say lonely, but there's there's moments of solitude there when is. it comes to that. That is so yeah. true. And I was just like, I need like guidance. Once they banned adult content, which is a on shame. Tumblr, yeah, yeah, they really shit the bed. Like, now they're like struggling. Like mm. Verizon bought them or something or whatever. Yeah. So then I was like, you know what, guys, just follow me to Twitter. And so I went to Twitter, exploded on Twitter because I just posted a lot of my my content that I had on my Tumblr. Mm-hmm. And then I was posting new stuff. And then so that took off. And then that's when I met people from the industry, people that were like, they're like, dude, you're like the hottest thing right now since sliced bread. Like, can I film with you? And automatically it was under this guise of them wanting to top me. And that was the thing because I felt like it was the dwarf thing. Mm. They were like, oh, we're going to make him a big old bottom on cam. I was like, no, no, no. I wanted my image out of the gate um, to just be like to be a top. I was like, I want a top. I said, I want to, you know, definitely find bottoms that would be willing to film and, you know, and see, see what happens. See what happens. Like, let me not do the OnlyFans thing just yet. Let me just kind of like 
test the waters mm-hmm. and see what the feedback is on when I actually film with somebody else. Mm-hmm. If I remember, my one of my first videos was just me getting head in the backseat of my car outside of my apartment building. That was like a quick, quick, quick like clip. And then that took off. And then the major one that I think still is actually, I actually filmed it not too far away from here. The funny, yeah, it was me topping a guy in like a sleazy little motel like this. Like I met him at the bookstore and he recognized me from the internet and he was like, dude, I'm like one of your biggest fans. Can I, can I get a motel like tonight? And you just fuck me. And I was like, sure, if I could record it, no problem. And he was like, sure, you have like my permission. Awesome. Totally. Yeah. And I was like, all right, let's do this. And I was like horny just from like, it's going to be like a sleazy motel. Yeah, like, yeah, the whole interaction. I have my best friend drop me off. He's outside like for like, he's like my bodyguard, I call him. He's like, anything goes wrong, you just press H, mm-hmm. I'm going to bust down yeah, that yeah. door. <laughs> and then so I go in, meet him. We like film. It was a jungle theme. It was like hilarious. Like trying to think room, of what hotel the that is. rooms had. The, I think it was the gallery. Different themes. The gallery. Okay. Further down. Yeah. So it was like the honeymoon. He didn't get the honeymoon. <laughs> it was on the ceiling, yeah. which would have been really great for content. But he got like the forest one, which was a pain in the ass with lighting. But still, mm-hmm. that took off because I got him like on the floor. He was six three, six three, and. It's a struggle sometimes. Yeah, but you're all the same size when exactly, you're lying down. Exactly. I, I get on my tippy toes, and it's like, yeah. So, and it was so hot, and that blew up. And then they were like, "Dude, you really need an OnlyFans." Like that's all I kept getting was like. And then my best friend was like, "You need to get paid for this," and I was like, "You know what? You're right." So shout out to my best friend Richie because he literally was like, "You need to start getting paid for this." Mm-hmm. Let me put that on OnlyFans and let's see how it does. I was like, "Let me make a little subscription." Only fans blew up. And then I was like, okay, now I'm making like serious money and I'm making everything. You know, it's like yeah. I'm not paying anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I was like, I'm doing all the the, the camera work my, on my iPhone. I was like, my iPhone is taking amazing video. So it was like very Bernie Sanders, like grassroots, <laughs> like I'm doing this all myself, yeah, yeah. you know? Small donations of $30. Exactly. <laughs> like Bernie and I was getting tipped. I was mm-hmm. like, if you guys want to help me out with the content, like, you know, and it was just, it, it took off. And I'm like, still to this day, I'm in awe. And people tell me, they're like, dude, I got into it because of you. Because I seen somebody oh, like awesome. you doing this. And that that touched me so much. I was like, wow. How do you, because um, I feel like porn, all of porn is exploitation, in my yes. opinion. Yes. You had mentioned that they wanted to make you a big old bottom. They did. Yeah. Or that you, you know, like they, they immediately just think that you're a bottom, right? Yes. My DMs are so funny because before I made my bottoming debut with Joel, mm-hmm. I had DMs. I wish I could show you my inbox on the daily, like from the big content creators. Once they knew I was like the big fish, mm. like I was like, this was the dwarf that's come onto the scene who he had 50K. Now he has 100K and now he has two. Like he's blown. Everyone wanted to film with mm-hmm. me porn stars, content creators. And then they were like, so you're going to bottom for me, right? And I'm like, no, I'm actually going to top you. And they were like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, I just not, I don't feel comfortable with bottoming mm-hmm. on camera right now. I was like, that's, this is my brand. I saw other dwarves, like other male dwarves out there. They're out there in the international sector mm-hmm. and they're just bottoming. And, and I said, I kind of want to, I want to have my image and brand be more crafted. Mm-hmm. And, I was like, we'll get to that, but it's going to be a certain special someone. Because mm-hmm. previously, when I did have boyfriends, 
I only I kept the bottoming for a relationship. Yeah, yeah, you know? special. Yeah, when I finally did it recently with Joel, like my DMs were insane. They were like, "Oh, you gave it up to Joel and not me? What's going on?" Like that's like the biggest diss. Like I thought we were friends. Yeah, and, well, like I was getting backlash, <laughs> and then I was also getting like then I had like my fan, and they were like, "Good for you," because you could see. Yeah, no, it's got to be right. You know? It's got to be perfect. It wasn't just going to be like, okay, meet me at this hotel. You know, I'm some, I'm Mr. Big Content Creator. Yep. And, we're and you didn't do it just for the money. You didn't exactly. do it just for, no, it's, exactly. that's, that's good. That's yeah. a good way to be. I watched, I watched it back and I was like, you can see the chemistry, you know? Yeah. yeah. Do you have other dwarf models reach out to you or just in general, like the, the community? I don't even know, the community yes. or the, yes? Okay. Yeah. That was what I always wanted because, I wanted to support and uplift any other dwarves that were going through what I did. I wanted to have like a respite from real life and was like, listen, like I can be who I want to be on the internet, you know? And I actually do funny enough. I have the international ones in my DMS that always the language barrier always comes into an effect, but I do my best to communicate with them. And they're like, Oh, if you're ever out here, like let's film. And I'm like, listen, if I ever get out there, I would love to. But then I have the one stateside that, Oh, really, really sweet. Like there's one in Alabama, president dwarf. He's so sweet. Mm -hmm. He's truly the one that I would definitely collab with. Cause he's always had such sweet things. And we talked on like a deep level of our mm -hmm. struggles growing up. Yeah. He's, I can safely say like, he's probably like the one I always go to in, in, in our little like small dwarf community. It's funny because some of them can be jealous because I've had, I've had a situation. I'm not going to name no names, but I've had a situation. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. You know, you're from Jersey and you don't snitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to name no names, but he would probably know who I'm talking about. So like I, we, I thought we had a great friendship and we talked on Instagram and we were going to hang out. Not even for content purposes. Who knows? Eventually, maybe content purposes. But it was just a, it was a friendship because mm -hmm. I wanted more dwarf friends. He's in the entertainment sector as well. Okay. And I was just constant, like, shady comments. And I was like, dude, like, I want to get to know you. And I, and, and I saw him in person at a, at a bar in the city. And I was with my best friend, funny enough. And ice. And I Damn. didn't want to. I was getting the dirty looks. And I was just like what's going on here? I was like, I was going to go up and introduce myself because I was so happy for us. to, And I was like, are we like being like, what? I don't even know what the word would be to our own kind, to our mm. own community. I was like, there's no competition here. And that's why I love that I have one or two that I can like talk about my struggles with, you know, because I was like, it's us. Yeah. We can't be like hating against our own minorities. Like we're a minority too. You know what I'm saying? You you just went to uh, Provincetown, yes, right? Which I town, love, right? First town. And you met you met Joel someone there. I met Joel someone there. You went there for Boomer Banks party. Yes. Okay. Went, yes. So um, my best friend goes each and every year. He's a bear. So he's like, "You're coming to Bear Week." He goes, "You." He goes, "Everyone's gonna know who yeah, you are." Yeah, they're I'm gonna like, eat you up. <laughs> I'm like, "No, no one's gonna know." And I'm like, "I'm like playing it humble." And so I go, and sure enough. Like I, I go on Grinder and like people are like, oh my god, you're here, da 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 da, and then I'm on the balcony because I'm staying at the boat slip, and like the tea dancers are happening and people are pointing mm. and it was it was so crazy 
I didn't think that I became that much of a quote-unquote celebrity, if you will. My best friend at this point, he's like used to it. He's like, we're in Target and somebody will be like, I, I-, I love your work. And he's like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, we know. Thank you. <laughs> and, you know, and I'm like still sweet and humble about it because yeah. it impresses me every it's always, time. It's always it's nice. It's always great, yeah. yeah. Four days in, I think, or three days in, I was walking down commercial and I'm like loving it. I haven't had a second to breathe because it's party, tea dance, party, mm. another party, you know? And then Boomer was in town for his uh, party at Crown and Anchor. And so um, I'm walking down the street, and I think I was right outside of FK, and uh, Joel Someone is right there, and he's like, hey, I know you. And I'm like, I know you too. And he was staying with his friends at an Airbnb, and um, he was in town to work because he's a total workhorse i love his work yeah. ethic and um he was staying with um his ex and then he was staying with his friends and then i was like awesome and then we kind of like hugged and we like talked it out and i was like this is so mind-blowing right now i was like we spoke for years um i was like i spoke to his boyfriend at the time marco napoli who is so sweet and he's like a big brother to yeah, me now. Yeah. I, I absolutely love him. He would reach out to me on Instagram and he'd be like, do you want to come to the city and like hang out with us? And I think at the time I was just going through such a crazy time that I never took them up. And um, I would say this to Joel all the time. I was like, Marco was actually the first one to reach out to me. And he was like, yeah, because he knew I had a crush on dwarves. He knows, he knows how much I had a crush on like dwarves. So I was like, it was funny because then Marco reached out to me. I was going through like my headspace at the time. I think that was the time when I just started on Twitter. I was taking off. So I was like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know if I wanted to start filming. I didn't know what the next move logically was. So I would always say, I was like, yeah, we can meet up. We can meet up. And then eventually they left New York. But in that meantime, I was a huge fan of just seeing like Joel and how like the studio films he was in, uh, he had the huge thing on the live. He would go live with Joel someone. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Joel someone with somebody yeah. in the shower. Yeah, and I, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, I want to be in the shower with you. Cause then at the time, um, I would just love the interview. Like, and then like the, the, the camaraderie he would have with the people that yeah. he'd have over. And, um, I would watch the, and then we would just flirt and we would talk. And I think it was so cute. And I always had like a little crush on him because I, I, he's, yeah. he's gorgeous. He, it doesn't get more genuine than, than him. Out of the industry, there's a lot of people that you do meet and then some really stick out. He's just yeah. as genuine as it comes. Yes. Yes. So, um, he moved to LA and then I, um, I missed my opportunity. I was like, damn, I had him there all along and I never took him up on it. But it happens when it happens. That's what I said. I said, this happens for a reason. Mm. So um, then we hung out. He was hanging out with his friends. And then before you know it, like he was always in my hotel room. He was like, all right, I'm going to come over. I'm I'm, I'm coming. I was like, don't leave your friends. I was like, stop it, Joel. And... uh, at t- then he was at tea dance and i was on my balcony and he saw me and i was saw- and at that point i was like crushing mm. i was like this boy and so then we started making right as tea dance was going on it was so hilarious because good thing you couldn't see it we were on the second floor i know exactly where you were yeah. that's the funny <laughs> yeah, thing yeah, i was yeah. like oh there <laughs> so we're like filming content like he's throwing me on the bed we're both yeah. butt ass naked my best friend is recording 
like with my iPhone, his iPhone, like so, so insane. We're going on the balcony like naked, like to see if anybody is like, what's going on in like room, you know, 217, you know? So, um, so basically we filmed and, uh, it caught on. People were like messaging us on Grinder. They were like, what's going on in your room? We see it from the balcony. We can't see what's going on, but we know something's That's going on. That's the best, on. yeah. So um, we filmed, and the chemistry was just there with him. Mm-hmm. I felt so comfortable. He told my best friend, Rich, he was like, "You're gonna, your best friend's going to bottom for you. And I was like, I, I guess I am. Yeah, I'm feeling this. And to have my best friend watch me bottom, because it was such a, to me, it's such a vulnerable thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then Joel and I have my Joel in my other ear and he's just like, he's like, don't worry about your brand. He's like, it is so masculine. He's like, this is going to make people love you even more. And I said, you know what? You're the person I'm going to do this with because I feel our connection already and there's nobody else I'd rather do this for right now. You know, Mm -hmm. everyone else, I feel like it'd be cold calculated just for the money. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I said, just for the hits, just for everything. Yeah. I I have a dwarf. I have the dwarf that everyone's talking about, you know? And, um, so basically with John, with Joel, it was just so like fluid, you know? And like we filmed, I loved it. We filmed so much content, so much content. And that took off. Once we posted it on our social media and our OnlyFans, like honestly, it everyone was in love with us. Like people were taking pictures of us from our balcony. I was like, it's my little gay paparazzi. Like this was insane. I was like, people loved us. Yeah. And we were like, we were just like walk everywhere on commercial. It was it turned into such I, I had to tell my best friend, I was like, this was the boys' trip that turned into like my love affair. Like Oh, that's awesome. But though. he yeah. but he he loved Joel and honestly, like he Joel stood two more days for me. Like it was, it was honestly the best. It was the most magical time. It was P Town magic. Yeah, it honestly Damn. was. It honestly was. What do you do when you're not making content? When I'm not making, what do you like to do? When I'm not making content, I'm going out. I'm, I'm a very big, I'm a very big extrovert. I do like okay. to go out. Um, even in the time of monkeypox, I'm being safe and I'm being cautious with everything. But I do like to go out at least to the club still. I, I'm, if I'm not out with my best friend, we'll hit up the city mm-hmm. and then, cause it's so close and then we'll go to Philly, New York, or we'll travel. And I, I, I love going out. I love connecting with people. I think I just love going to the spaces that like I, now I know that I'm accepted in. So it's like, let's go to the club and then let's go. This is before monkey pox. Let's go to the bathhouse in Philly. And it was just, I was all over and it was, that's what I love to do. And then I'm a big old nerd too I, I i do love my video games and people people who know who follow me like from day one they know about like my nerdiness like i would stream on twitch and then okay. when i get horny i'd be like all right guys over. <laughs> moving this so, over. so now i'm gonna go to the late night stream and you know what that is so i'll see you there and um yeah so that was and that was fun because i would attract and even more of an audience, like the nerds and the guys who were into the gamers, if you will, and the gamers. And they were like, I attracted them. And they were like, that's so cool that, like, you know, you're not just this, like, vapid, like, 
personality that doesn't have like actual mm-hmm. you know a personality mm-hmm. i was like yeah dude i love to game like i'm like your boy next door yeah. that's what people say is like you have that boy next door attributes to you that you're not like this unattainable and they're like that's what makes you hot you could be right next door to me and you could be on grinder and like let's game and then we could fuck yeah. you know and there's people- nothing more unattractive yeah. than this toxic personality exactly like too yeah. much has gone to your head i have the braces that I was wearing the glasses. That's what Joel says. He goes, you have that nailed down. And people love you. He goes, but we're, <laughs> yeah. he goes, but we're giving you a rebrand. <laughs> he gave me his little, he gave me his, he's like, do contacts. I was like, all right, I'm going to do contacts. I was like, because I did contacts in high school because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be four eyes. That was just adding to my, that was adding to my bullying. So I was, but then like contacts back then were awful. Yeah. So I'm doing them now because they stay and I, and I love them. I was mm. like, all right, we'll do contacts for photo shoots. And I just didn't have the confidence at the time. I was like, maybe I was like, what's that movie where like she covered up her looks, her good looks with like the glasses? She was really gorgeous underneath all that. It's not coming to me. Um, my gay, my gay movies. Every every yeah, like yeah, eighties, nineties exactly, movies. Exactly, I'm gonna make her, exactly. you know, <laughs> and so then like, she takes everything yeah, off yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, under yeah. there. So I felt like I feel like that was me for a while. And then I was using that as like, it was like my nerdy, you know, then now I had the braces again. It's a comfort zone too. It's my comfort it zone, is. yeah. And it really translated well to the internet. And so now like for the photo shoots and everything, I'm I'm doing them without contact, with contacts in. And I'm like, wow, who's that guy? You know, I'm like, I look really good. And, I, and I'm actually getting the confidence again to have all this with without all this stuff, mm-hmm. you know? So. so you're also, okay, so you're going up to, you're going to California. Yes, and LA. first time in LA. First time in first LA. Time oh, in you're LA. gonna have such a good time. And if if Joel is taking yes, you around, yes, you're gonna have like, such a good time. I want take me to Hollywood, babe. Yeah, he's like it's all that's cracked up to me, but all right, I'll take you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I want to do like the typical touristy stuff, you know, like let's go Hollywood. You do know? that for a couple of nights Beverly, or yeah. a couple of days, and then yeah. don't go too crazy partying. But you're gonna, yeah. uh, it's gonna be you're gonna have a great time. I, I got a go-go gig too. Yeah, I'm very excited. I wanted. I was like, you know what? I said, when I was a Tumblr kid, I wanted to do a go-go gig. I always, and now it's so, I'm thankfully, it's so readily available to me. Like any, any path that I'm going down, yeah. I, I reached out. He had co- connects to reach out to. And um, they have this hot dog party in LA. It's like their, their tea dance. And um, I reached out to um, the two, the, the person who it's his party mm-hmm. and the person who manages the, the space, I believe. And... Um, I was like, can I go-go for you guys? And they were like, thank you for reaching out. Sure, you sure can. And I was like, wow, this is great. And so next Sunday, um, I'm go-going for, um, for a couple hours for tips. And okay. I was like, because they booked their go-go boys in advance. Yeah. So they're like, listen, if we knew this ahead of time, you would have had, had center stage. But yeah, definitely. You're going to be in town? Sure, have a blast. And um, I'm really excited about that. And you also have uh, photo shoots coming up. You have yes, I'm reaching out to some photographers okay. out in LA because I just did three shoots with some really, really talented photographers in New York. Uh, Kelly Greider, he's great. I always wanted to be. A, I was. I would always look at his Instagram and the boys who shot with him, mm-hmm. and Joel shot with him, and I was like, I always want to be a Kelly Greider boy. That's like, that's like a certain level of like you know you made it when you shot with him. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, him, Stanley, um, who's great as well. He was. He's been doing this since the seventies. Wow! Yeah. Born. 
Stanley Steller. Yes, I, okay. his last name was not coming to me. And um, he was in. He did the porn, all the magazines, and now he's like still taking great, great photos in his apartment. And I just did that. And then um, Ben Fredrickson, who does the Wedgie Project, I just actually no, yes, really okay. Yes, you got to check out his work okay. on Instagram. And um, Instagram actually deleted all of them, or Kelly survived, but two of them, yeah, we, I was actually just talking about the censorship with Instagram. I got deleted myself. I was up to 10K. Joel got up to, I forgot how high he was up yeah. to. Yeah. And we had a- Twice, I think, yeah. Yeah. So I'm playing it safe this time. I'm, I'm, I, I zoom in or like I'll like blur out and- I still get things taken down, but hopefully they don't just don't yank me down. Yeah, don't feed the bears when yeah, it comes no, to Instagram. No, exactly. <laughs> you learned your so lesson. I'm at like 3K and I'm just chilling. I'm like, yeah. okay, listen, what I, whatever I can post here that I actually have clothes on, mm. I'll post. But um, I'm so glad they gave me the opportunity because Joel shot with them. And um, they're very, very talented. And I was super happy that because I want to expand my portfolio. And they, Kelly's making art that's going to be archives of the most gorgeous men of our time and i'm yeah. so blessed that i'm gonna be a part of that you yeah know? i'm so blessed that's very important especially for for um gay people yes. and gay erotica absolutely yeah, no exactly what are your plans for studio work for studio work um it's so it's it's i'm overwhelmed even even where i am today i'm so overwhelmed because like i have so many avenues available to me and I'm blessed, honestly, because I, I, I even, in my thank you letter on, on Instagram, I put from P-Town, I put like a little P-Town love letter. I was like, to get people from when I was there all across the world, like saying that they love me and they love my content, I was just like, I was overwhelmed with tears. Because I was like, I was like this little boy who grew up in New York, and I was like hating myself, hating my body, getting tortured. And then I was like, now there's every avenue for like myself to like grow in this industry, you know? And with, with studio work, I said, you know, I want to do it for fun. And then I have like studios vying for me because, you know, and I'm just like, this is so crazy to me. And then now it's great that I'm dating somebody who's so successful in the industry to be like my guide, mm -hmm. if you will. And he's like, do this, do this, don't do that. And it's like, he's like my inside scoop. And yeah, he's worked with a yeah, good he's amount worked, of them. He's worked with yeah. so many studios. And um I'm in negotiations with a couple of them and I can't I can't say any really any more than that, but it's 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 gonna be great to dip my toes in and do it for fun. Because mm -hmm. I think my OnlyFans is 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 taking off and doing so so well that this is just going to be another like element of like, oh let's do this for fun and see what happens. Yeah. yeah you know? you, when you, if you have they need me. I don't need them. Yes. <laughs> that's and, the, that's yeah. the jersey coming out again. No, but it's like, absolutely true, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it's their fault. Yeah. <laughs> it really yeah, is. Yeah. Even now to this day, I work for a studio, yeah. and I, I still tell them, you are, you are massively exploiting your, yeah. your talent. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about the money situation. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> I don't, let me stop there. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. We're but, too much tea. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but the the um, if you have the privilege yes. of going into it, yes. not needing not needing to worry about getting paid by a studio, yes. you pick the ones 
that are good and they're going to treat you good. No, exactly. And that yeah. you're going to have a really good experience with. No, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. yeah, because I'm like, I'm not on your Make some art. You're on my watch. Yeah. 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 No, make some art. I definitely, there's some that I really do admire. I love the way they shoot certain stuff. Um, and I, this is coming from somebody who's a big fan of amateur. Mm-hmm. I just love amateur over studio. It's, it's, but there's some studios that really the cinematography work and they, they, they capture the intimacy of mm-hmm. the two models. Mm-hmm. And that really gets me going. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's something that I like to see. I don't like to see when you can tell, like, they're not into it. You know, you... you yeah, yeah, when it's paid. The is not there. When they're there for the money. They're like, yeah, let's yeah. get this scene over with. You can tell, yep. you know? They already made plans for after the yep, shoot. Yep, yep, So I like the models that stick around for two hours after because they're like, okay, they, they really want to fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited because um, if I get to work with those that I'm actually a fan of, that'd mm-hmm. be so great. And um, we'll see what happens because I I know that this is not they're not they won't I have so much control of what I do mm-hmm. and my image that going into going into an environment where they control everything about your image is going to be really interesting and that's all I can say is I think it's going to be interesting in a way yeah. to see how I'm going to react and it's going to be fun but I don't know if I'm going to really want to be under there and know. how they're going to market you too exactly. that's one thing that I'm always curious about yes. because I was already, yeah with, with agents that already I'm in talks with they're already like they're like listen if you don't like how they're marketing you or you don't like how this storyline is centered somehow with a dwarf or you know they're focusing on the midget aspect then you definitely just like let me know mm-hmm. and i and i do like that agents are already looking out for me in that aspect mm-hmm. and you know we can see um what happens but i think if they do uh exploit me or make it like a corny little storyline about it or all about me being the midget dwarf i think that'll be like Eh, I don't know. think they can get away with it nowadays, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, yeah it, it, you know, the industry does have a history of it. Yeah. Um, Even though I do fetishize myself, I will say that I, I, I there's sometimes where like, that's fascinating. Go on. Yeah, yeah. I think I will. I think at some points I'll like in my, in my verbiage, I'll post cause I know it gets people, you know, that's just marketing one-on-one. Oh, oh, I thought you meant, do you, do you, what do you jerk off to? What do I jerk off to? Um, I like, and I, I like a lot of like amateur stuff, like okay. where like the it's it's you see that it just happened. Like I I, I subscribe to a couple OnlyFans because I actually like some people's work. Like I like how they do it. Um, I jerk off to mostly like anon like anonymous stuff. Okay, and, like yeah, I kind of like get off on that stuff yeah. okay i think it's hot i think just like the the spontaneity of it is so hot mm-hmm. like you have two horny men that just want to like get off and that's why i think what fascinated me about bookstores and that like it was so amazing to go to my first bookstore because i was like these guys are like these everyone just wants to get off here mm-hmm. And it's like, you will see the guys that are trying to be picky, and then you'll see the guys that are just like, listen, I don't want <laughs> Anything that breathes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and it was fascinating to be in that space, especially when I did all my stuff, like, I was handpicking who I wanted to collab with, and then I'm jerking off for just an audience of thousands, mm-hmm. you know? And then I'm in there, and then you have guys that are like, holy shit, it's Dwarf. Is he hung? 
or does he have one that's like the size of a walnut? Because they live under a rock. You know, if they're in, mm. if they're in a video mm. store, they're not going to know who I am. You yeah, know. Yeah. So and then they'll be like, they go in the booth with me, or they like follow me into a booth, and they're like, holy shit! And it's so. And then that's what an agent that I'm talking to. He goes, that's what's going to. He goes, you're known already on the internet, but this is going to expand your brand to the people who live under a rock. Mm. Those ones in the in the video stores, those ones who type in gay porn on Google. Let me click this link. It's probably a virus, but they don't know. You know, that's the ones that's good. they're going to see King Dwarf because mm-hmm. they're not going to join a Twitter. They're not going to join an OnlyFans yeah. or just for fans. You know, that is like overwhelming to them. Mm-hmm. Or you know, a credit card. There's a paper trail with that. You know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So they're the ones that you're going to get when you do studio. That's going to be the audience that you're going to get. You're going to get them too. So I find that very fascinating from a business standpoint. Are you keeping King Dwarf? I'm keeping King Dwarf. Okay. Yes, I think. And you can. Yes. And no, you yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. Because I I, that's one of the things. Immediate, I've seen so many models who either come from Twitter or OnlyFans. They switch it up, right? Oh, yeah. Whole, and then you lose yourself. Yeah. I think you lose yourself. Yeah, that. especially if you've built it for, for over and a period of time. Day, when did I come up with King Dwarf? King Dwarf was definitely, I think, Tumblr days. Okay. That was I think that was the name of my blog. Yeah, it was the name of my blog. It was King Dwarf and it transferred right over to Twitter. And I even hear people talking about it at Tea Dance in P Town. They were like, That's King Dwarf. I was like, Okay. Yeah, it's now it's in the real world, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can't yeah. you can't it's deny crazy. that. No. King Dwarf's eating out of Cordoba in like New Jersey. That was funny. I could tell you so many stories about I'm on Grinder Horny, like eating Cordoba. And like there's a guy that's like I was just in a Qdoba and I and I I couldn't believe like King Dwarf was eating out of Qdoba right by my house. It <laughs> was amazing. hysterical. It and that's yeah. and those are the reasons why you stay humble too. Like I you do. know, you, you I do. People, I, I always say with fans, you can come up to me. They did it and I and I love meeting new fans. Mm-hmm. Um it was I still fangirl meeting people that I've looked up to in the industry, mm-hmm. like Joel. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you were my role model. And to now meet you, number one, and then to like date you, I was like, this is so surreal. I was like, I'm living like my 50 year old, like ultimate fantasy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then to meet Boomer and like meet Boomer and um, Atlas Wolf, oh, who is um, Austin Wolf's boyfriend. Okay. And like to meet them. And just to have great uh, rapport with these other people in the industry, like it's I'm building my family, you know, mm-hmm. and then Marco Napoli and Jonah Wheeler, who Jonah is, is like there. the sweet. I just met him um, in New York this past week, and he is the absolute sweetest. Like they're like my big brothers. Mm. I'm like I'm literally gonna have like the best industry family. Cool, that's and very I nice. Think that's so important. It's very healthy too. It is. Yeah. It is because at least I have them to turn to. Because like you, when, when you touched upon, it can get very lonely at the top. Because you don't know if people want to use... I have my guard is up at all times. People want to just use me for that quick buck. Mm-hmm. People want to use me because of how well-known I am. And I'm a dwarf. So it's like when I meet somebody or when I'm talking to somebody, I was like, I don't know what your true intentions are. Mm-hmm. You know? And like I've been used in the past. And I was like, that's not happening this time. Yeah, You know? And then to have a family that I actually can rely on and essentially make my own family it's a very pose moment for me um it, it i like cried i was like this is this is the best this is what i needed because I, I was lonely i i'm alone in jersey you know i was yeah. like i have my 
I call them, I have my muggles, like the, my, my friends who do the nine to five. And I was like, I love them to death, but like ultimately having people in the industry and doing what we do, no one's going to get that unless you've gone through it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they're in, all in LA or they're in New York. And then I'm like in Jersey in the burbs now. And I'm like, okay, I need to move. It feels, you know? it feels like adulting sometimes when it you're does. in Jersey. Cause there are times yeah. where I, I want to go into the city and just have, I used to do it all the time up until like 35, 36, all the time, like two or three times an, uh, a week. Yeah. But then other stuff happens. Exactly. Like it takes a lot of work to create content. This is not the same amount of content creation that you guys do, but yeah. to sit down and do a podcast and then to work for, for Tim and just anything else on the side yeah. takes up a lot of time. Do you find yourself getting fatigued? Yes. At any point? Okay. Yes. Um, it helps now that like, now that like Joel and I are very like-minded, like all the, all the content that we made was so like, it was so organic. It was like, we're waking up in bed. We're horny. Pop up that camera with, with my little uh, tripod. Let's just let it go. And let's just do what we normally do, you know? And there's no like, oh my God, okay, we have to get that angle. We got it. It's so organic. And the end product is amazing. Amazing. And so, but like in the past when I do it with random, when I've done it with consenting individuals, I think just the editing and then some would want show face and then some would be like okay can you blur my oh, face yeah. out and i'm like okay well i have to like clip it all out or use my software to blur it out it did get very like i did get a fatigue from it and i think i stopped for a little bit and that's when i i always have my like what's next my mm -hmm. next move and now with this ever since p-town it's been go 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 because now it's like go new york film content and then joel came and stayed out here with me. And then I was like, we can do our content together because that's been really taking off. And I love it. It's, it's That's the best content to do because number one, it's taking off and I'm doing it with somebody that I love, mm -hmm. you know? So, and then, but now I think I'm going to, in LA, I'm going to be definitely topping again because I'm already getting requests. They're like, we want to see King Dwarf top again. I was like, yeah, Joel made me into a big old bottom. Yeah, that was funny. That's actually funny. They're like, oh, he, she's a big old bottom <laughs> And I'm like, no, I was like, I think the thing with me bottoming now is that it was my brand so long to be like the macho dwarf top. And now that I have somebody who I trust, mm. I was like, bottoming's great. Like, it's it feels so masculine. And I feel like, I feel it, it feels great to give the reins to somebody. And you don't have to do it for once, you know? <laughs> Take and the I, wheel. Exactly. <laughs> and then I think I always say, like, especially with Joel, he's versed. So and I always say, like, to make, and people fight me on this. This is controversial. I said, to be a good top, you've had to be a great bottom. Yep. And people are like, no, I that's agree. not true. And I'm like, it absolutely is. Those are the ones that would, they, poke, they're uncomfortable. Exactly. You know, yeah. They, yeah. You're like, yeah, you like it, baby? And you're just like, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. They're not worried you're about your pleasure. Absolutely they're worried right. about their pleasure, you know? So, but I think with all the topping that I did, and I know what feels good, and especially even with Joel, like, I love, I, 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 I enjoy bottoming 100% now. And I'm going to go back to topping. Like, I think in LA, there's going to be some topping scenes I'm going to do and go back to my roots. And uh, yeah, but 
I I enjoyed to give him the the wheels, the the keys to the wheel now. Yeah. yeah. Not and and you're in good hands. I am. Thank you. Yes. And I have not I know we've talked about Joel plenty. Yes. But we have not addressed We've not addressed the elephant in the room. I had I had no idea. Oh, you guys are dating. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. He, when did this happen? This, uh he goes around and he tells everybody he goes you're we're courting each other and um we courted each other in p-town and then um i was like listen i'm gonna be by coastal because you're gonna be <laughs> i said you're gonna go you're gonna go back to la i said um and i'm gonna be in jersey and he's like we can totally make this work and i was like yeah we got this and so yeah but he is so so sweet and i fell for him so hard in p-town because he's just the absolute sweetest human being and um he really put the fire under my ass as a in he goes honestly nobody's doing what you're doing and i i I, there's been times where i just sat here and thanked him and i was like thank you for really because i think i go through these little like these little like crisis and like i'm just like what, what am I doing? My DMs are overflown. I can film with anybody I want. There's the grinder route. There's the studio route. And it's just like, what do I do? And I really didn't have anybody that I can like trust, mm-hmm. you know, yet. And then so now I have him and then like the family that I can turn to and be like, well, what do you think of this? What do you think about me performing with this person or, or this studio or, you know, and I get actual feedback mm-hmm. that I can trust and you know it's it's he's i'm so so thankful that he came into my life and i met him in p-town because i was like now i feel like we're we're gonna conquer this like together and he has so many ideas and so many great ideas and like i have so many ideas and again from what i told you earlier like me coming and conquering the digital space and him coming from the studio world i think it's such a great fusion Mm -hmm. and like we're taking over the world baby like like i'm very low-key about it but i think anyone who's anyone who's followed my instagram and twitter lately you just see us and like people are connecting the dots and i'm like yeah yeah that could be usually that (laughs) usually i'm not that open with who i'm dating like i keep that very private because people just have ulterior motives and you know agendas and i like usually keep my like the guy who i'm talking to or i'm dating out of spot but i think this I'm actually really happy and like I'm really happy to show like Joel off and like I'm like, yeah, he's mine. Like, oh, you good. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So So I don't want to take up too much more of your time. This has been absolutely this, this awesome. It's actually been amazing. <laughs> I can keep going. I know, like, yeah, I know. Yeah. When people who don't I, I really don't know who wouldn't know you at this point, but if they don't know you, how do they find you? If you don't know me and you're living under a rock, like the, <laughs> um, you can follow me at twitter.com slash kingdwarfnyc. And then I have my OnlyFans, which is onlyfans.com slash kingdwarf. And Instagram, which I'm behaving because God knows I don't want to get deleted. Again, um, that's instagram.com slash official, And those are my, those are like the three main ones that I'm on. Um, I'm trying to break into TikTok next. TikTok, we're gonna do. I'm actually gonna do some really fun stuff with TikTok. That's my next, uh, f- like four way, mm-hmm. and I want it. That's gonna obviously be all like safe, fun stuff. All safe. 
Um, you'll get an account warning just to put yeah, up. No, I if, know. When you put up King Dwarf, you'll get an account yeah, warning. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're going to be like, we heard about <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, we know who you are. Yeah. You're trouble. Um, I want to do, I have some really fun, fun ideas about um, just approaching a, like there's so many ideas mm-hmm. with myself, with being a dwarf that um, me and Joel already spoke about and we're going to go balls to the wall on it in L.A., because I really think it's going to blow up. And it's going to be fun because that's going to be yet another audience mm-hmm. that's going to be like, oh, he's great on TikTok. And then I'm going to have like, they're going to be like, oh, <laughs> but he's a big old thought, you know? So it's 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 going to be great. It's going to be great to see how those worlds collide. Because yeah. a lot of TikTokers do it. Oh, yeah. Like they're like, oh, yeah, I have a little. And some of them get away with it on TikTok. I don't know how they yeah. do it, but. No, they try to take advantage of the challenges, like showing off the little bulges. And I'm like, I see you. I see you. Yeah. So. But um, yeah, those are three my three uh, social media channels that you can reach out to me. Uh, if you see me in person, always feel free to say hello. I'm super, super. I think me and me and Joel like are like people are coming up to us, and we're like, we love it I'm, I'm, because I'm always humble because I know I know my beginnings. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And don't ever be. I'll get like the messages in my DMs that'll be like, I saw you like in such and such, and I was so you were with so and so, and I was so afraid to come up to you. I love it. Please, I'm so approachable. Approachable. I love, love, love the fan love. Awesome. That's the best way to be. It is truly. I'm just gonna do a really quick shout out to the podcast, um, guys. This is demystifying gay porn. Uh, we are on every podcast directory. We are on Instagram, YouTube. Um, what else? TikTok. TikTok. We are on TikTok. Um, this is the this last. Is be all over. I'm yeah. Promote, oh promote, yeah. It's gonna be all over my social media. Awesome. We're gonna promote the crap out of this. Yeah. Uh, this is the last episode of season three. I was the season finale. Yes, you were. <laughs> and uh, I'll be back in October. I need a break too. <laughs> but I would love to come on again. Oh, absolutely. And also, if it, even if it's independently. Mm-hmm. I would love to do something with you and Joel or something. That would awesome. be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd we be can so down for it. Yeah, we so could talk about. It. I, I, I yes. enjoy working with Joel yes. as well, and I'd love to. I'd love to. I'd love to see you in action as well. Definitely. Oh yeah, I'm so down. Yes. Yeah. Come out to LA with me. You know what? That would be amazing. <laughs> but yeah, uh, my guest this week, uh, King Dwarf. Uh, again, thank you so much for thank it. Thank you for having me. No I had problem. the best time. Yeah. Thank so you guys. Demons to find gay porn. Thank you very much. And have a good summer. Cheers. You. <laughs> I got this kinky shit. I'd like to try with you.